Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up? Doug Gottlieb Show in the Bonus. Fox Sports Radio. iHeartRadio app. Welcome in. Okay, so if it's your first time listening to the In the Bonus podcast, you'll know that basically... Um, and as it plays out on the on the iHeart Podcast Network is this becomes what the first hour, even though we do it the last hour, right? So when you download it, you hear this first, then you hear the rest of the radio show. So basically, uh, this is like an hour radio show, only we can say and do whatever we want and we don't have to take traditional breaks. And it's a little bit more free-flowing. We do have something called What the Fox Says, which is basically we play for you clips from earlier in the day on either Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. Then I comment on it. We have some other cool stuff we do, like You're Annoying, where Jason Stewart, who is annoyed by many, finds only a couple to be annoyed by in the, in, in, on a daily basis. We, we try and determine who's the most annoying person in sports on earth. And then we have something called Because We Can, where... We play for you usually an audio clip of somebody cursing um, many times with uh, with other innuendo, and we can do it unedited because it's a podcast, so we call it because we can. 
So that's a, and we have really good stuff today. So I'm watching the game last night and it triggered a conversation that I had with my brother about all time great point guards. Uh, my brother Greg is an assistant coach, the women's side with Grand Canyon for 25 years. He's on the men's side. Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, Sac State, San Diego State for eight years, Cal for six years, Oregon State for six years. And he was like, look, part of it is the, the position has evolved, but part of it is, and this is a good portion of the discussion, okay, which is Steph Curry is an unbelievable offensive player. But he got cooked last night on defense. I mean, cooked. Absolutely cooked. And so the question becomes, does that change how you view him in his all-time greatness? Like, there's a uniqueness to it. My brother Greg joins us now in the bonus here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Okay, so um, how would you differentiate Steph not being a good defender to, like, people think Magic Johnson wasn't a good defense player? Um, I mean, honestly, I look at it more like in today's modern day, what's different is that everyone can, there's ways to hide guys because, you know, in the past, yeah, there was a legal defense, but everyone's playing man-to-man. And the, now you look at how many teams are playing different versions of zone. But, I mean, you know, Jokic would be another one that really doesn't guard anybody, but they figure out a way to hide him. And I think that's what they've been doing with Steph. Um, so it's really just a difference again in the era and how you how people are defending now because they're being more creative to be able to take a a guy who's a exceptional offensive player and figure out a way to mask his limitations on defense. You know, it's interesting. You bring up the zone thing. I do think that if Steve Kerr could go back, wouldn't he have gone zone late? Right, because they just couldn't get a stop uh, late in that game. And and look, the Lakers were held out, held helped up by a couple of a uh, couple of um, uh, moving screen calls. There's, I think, three of them, which which helped get extra possessions. But like they, Lonnie Walker got loose. Steph was guarding him. LeBron got to the free throw line two consecutive times. Steph was guarding him. And I agree with you. Like now, they they pick on you. If you can't guard, they're going to run you out of the game. Um, and if you can't shoot, they're going to make you be able to shoot the ball or you'll be completely ineffective. So obviously he can shoot. It's the struggles to guard. And it's just interesting on how basketball has evolved to where they can. I, I think it's because everybody can so many. You always have four guys in the court that can shoot that if maybe in the old days they would throw a double team at you. Now guys just pass out of the double team and it's way, way too easy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, that you look I mean, obviously, that was the 80s and 90s was, you know, you had to have a dominant center. You draw in a double, and then, you you know, you kick it out to whoever's helping, and then you got to make shots. That, that was, you know, and the game's changed so much. I mean, right now, like Phoenix, for example, they don't have anybody to put any pressure on Jokic, you know, and a lot of times Jokic just guard. He doesn't even always guard Aiton. He'll guard whoever's the least likely to score. They just, you know, almost dare that guy to shoot, you know, so... uh those are where I think it's really different, and but I do think it's cool to see uh, NBA coaches being creative defensively. You know, um, a lot of teams, everybody since the Clippers now, I guess they're all everyone's doubling KD as soon as he catches the ball, and kind of a la '80s and '90s, except for he's on, he's on the perimeter, and it's you know he's he's had some big scoring games, but there's a lot of games where he's kind of negated because they're doubling him every single time he touches it. Um, which changes the, the way Phoenix had to play. Um, so 
just all these teams, you see people playing a triangle and two or a box and one or playing some version of zone, and zone's obviously a little harder with, you know, how long you can be in the paint. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like that's what where I think you see a lot of differences. Um, because otherwise people just exploit mismatches. Like you just said, they'll just pick on the guy if they know you can't guard and they just keep coming at you. So they got to do something different. Okay. So how does it, how do you look at Steph Curry? You know, last night, uh, shooting percentage, not great, but made some unbelievable plays on the ball in terms of passing the ball off, you know, using the ball screen in transition. And yet defensively really, really struggled, especially in the second half and, and in the fourth quarter, how does that, you know, as a guy who's done this for a long time, how do how do you look at Steph Curry and his the overall effectiveness? Well, I I guess there's kind of twofold. I mean, the question is, you know, I think the initial question you had early on was, is he a point guard? The second question is the effective. I mean, he obviously he's he's just so explosive offensively with um, unlimited range, ability to shoot off the dribble. And he takes so many of those shots where it looks like it's a bad shot, but he makes it, you know, I mean, like with just a split second kind of fading away and hardly looking to the basket. But I mean, he, he has that incredible release and he makes a lot of hard shots. Um, as far as being a point guard, I think the point guard positions changed so much from when, you know, you and I were kids, you know, the only true point guard that I can think of right now is Chris Paul. And even in, there's times when Chris Paul, you know, it, it's not ideal suited for Phoenix sometimes and play faster and not, not always have the ball in his hands. Um, but, you know, if, if you're recruiting high school players to college, for example, and you see a guy who's done a great job of running his team, but he can't score, a lot of guys aren't going to take him anyway, you know, even though that's not what, what they need when they're, when they have him on their team. Um, I think most Kids that think they're a point guard think they got to score off a ball screen, and then eventually you learn how to make decisions and reads off a ball screen. But there's so much more than just playing off a ball screen to being a point guard in the old school sense. Um, but now they're just so much more scoring oriented. So, I mean, I think you could you could throw Dame Lillard right in there with the conversation of Steph Curry. He just hasn't been as in as talented a team. But I mean, he's a very similar type of player. Um, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, I think the problem with the Damian Lillard comp is that when they faced off in the playoffs, it hasn't really been close. Like, Steph is a much, he's just a better version. Yes, there's some similarities there. I don't think Dame is the creative, he's, you know, like, uh, I mean, I, I think he's he's not as good without the basketball. He may be as good with the basketball in his hands. And then... A similar, um, you know, neither is the most creative pass in the world, but Steph's a little bit better. And then I think Steph's a little bit better finisher. Um, But I think he's a similar explosive player. Defensively, I I don't think either are particularly good. I do think Steph tries. I just think there's obviously a size and strength limitation, which I think Lillard has that some of that as well. So, yeah, there's similarities. I just think Steph's a better version I just look at it as a lot of it is a style of play based on personnel and all that. So really up until only recently, Dame Lillard's playing in a really old school three out, two in a lot of times, you know, and when they get in the playoffs, everybody traps them on the ball screen instead of paint protect. And they make their guys, their posts that aren't really good shooters, beat them with, with jump shots. That's what happened in the playoffs for 
or Lillard the last couple of years they're not good enough to be in the playoffs, but they were maybe have adjusted and are playing a little more uh four out round one with a you know, with a post that's job is just to get game open. But that that's where I think it's been different, you know, in terms of the Warriors style of play. So um and then their personnel. I mean he's always had some other really good shooters around him, which also helps. Yeah. Uh, gives you so much you know, space. because yeah, where like to your point though, when Steph does a good job is when he gives the ball up, and you know you can't rest because then he'll find a way to get himself open again and get a catch and shoot shot that might look like it's off balance and a bad shot. There you go, and then you know, so. Um, but he's obviously the consistency that he's had. I mean, for a guy who's uh, not known for his athleticism and 35 years old, I mean, he's kind of. I don't know, you'd have to, you know, maybe a better version of Steve Nash really is where he's kind of at, you know, for a guy to play that long and be that effective as a guard. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, um, you know, I think he's tremendous. So, uh, but I'm not sure if he's an old school point guard, but I think he's, I don't know that there is a whole lot of those guys, nor do I know that the NBA wants those guys right now. Sure. No, I think that's I think that's totally fair. Um, Jordan Poole, you ever seen a guy like do do that where it's just a mental midget? Like this guy was a hell of a player last year in the playoffs. Now you get to the playoffs this year, and you kind of can't play him. Yeah, I think um, man, I think that just goes to show you the power of the mind. You know, I don't care. I don't think it matters whether you're a high school player or a college player or, or a pro. I mean, there's so much that goes on in terms of how you um, how you think in the game, and you can lose your your self confidence. Um, and then, and you know, if you lose your self confidence, I mean, it just can completely tank your game. Uh, where I don't know that has anything to do with the physical element, but there's definitely a, a psychological element. I mean, they literally didn't play him in uh, the game the other day when that they won. So, I mean. It is it is crazy to think like that, you know. I, again, you know, I've had a lot of high school kids that ask me, "What's the difference between high school and college?" Uh, to me, I think the number one thing would be that deep seated self confidence. And I think if you look around in general in the NBA, the guys that are elite, they have that deep seated self confidence that you don't really they don't like walk around carry themselves that way, but they just they can't be shook, you know. And it was interesting because the uh, in the game that uh, the Lakers lost. That's when LeBron kind of looked like he he kind of got jilted, you know. There were some bad calls, maybe a little bit, but he kind of wasn't himself in that game. And he's had a couple of moments in his career like that. I think he had one when he was with uh, Cleveland, Miami, uh, where he lost his confidence. Well, but Miami, Miami, when they when they lost to Dallas, he lost his confidence. Yeah. Um, so that you... part's really interesting to see. Like if you see someone who's that good lose their confidence, that's crazy. Do you think you, about that? Do but. you think the series is over? No. Me neither. No, I don't. Because the Warriors are such a veteran team. They just need to regroup. They were so close to getting this game. Uh, obviously, that you know, a guy that the X factor they weren't probably considering, Lonnie Walker. And um, I'm sure they're going to come back with some firepower in, this, in the next game. Um. But they got to when the game's on the line. They got to figure out how to make plays at both offensive and defensive end. Gotta get, gotta get better shots. Got to get better shots. Like 
yeah. make, people make a big deal about Steph missing those shots. And the first one, the one-footer, was actually in and out, you know. But, I mean, you're going to live and die with contested threes. Like, that, that's a hard way to live. Whereas, you know, credit LeBron. I didn't think it was a foul the second one, but, you know, he gets to the free throw line. And and even even Lonnie Walker's shots, most of those are all middies. You know, like when you you get tired, whereas Clay just took two terrible shots. Man, those were not good yeah, shots. Well, I mean, I think that's the thing. Clay can do more than just catch and shoot, but he's not great at getting fouled. And I think that's the thing that really, when Steph gets really going, is when he he makes, you know, he starts drawing fouls left and right, you know. And um, I love that, that, you know, in college basketball, they definitely have it. They, they keep that stat, you know, fouls drawn. And I think you look at anybody who who draws a lot of fouls, that's, that's a really valuable commodity to have on your team, someone who's um, putting someone in foul trouble or putting the team in foul trouble or getting the team into the bonus or, you know, when Steph is such a threat and they're worried about fouls, um, you know, then all of a sudden he gets more space as well. All right, dude, I appreciate you hopping on. I, <coughs> I was thinking about you watching Steph get cooked a little bit last night defensively and what we talked about. Thanks for being my guest in the bonus. You got it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Let's get to what the Fox says. And now... <laughs> what does the Fox say? This is Dan Patrick talking about Julius Randle saying out loud, maybe the Heat want it more. Wow, I don't want to hear that. If I'm Coach Tibbs, what? Julius, you may think that. You may want to talk to your teammates about that, but you don't want to tell the media about that. And I don't know, if you're a Knicks fan, do you go, is this the ceiling? Like, is this who we are? Yeah, I mean, that's that's his ceiling. Like, this is a different level of basketball. I think, and, and I love Jalen Brunson, but I don't believe that Jalen Brunson alone can raise the level in the playoffs of of a Julius Randle. It's a lot like, I mean, I've, I've said this, I love Damian Lillard. If you watch him last year in the Olympics and you watch him um, at times when they've been deeper in the playoffs, he's just not as good as Steph Curry. Like at a, very, at a much higher level of competition, when the scatter reports are better, the toughness is better, the switching is different, the attention to detail is different, I mean, Damian Lillard's better than Julius Randle, but he's not at the level of Steph. Julius Randle's not at the level of Jimmy Butler. So yeah, this is what's the old. This is as good as it. This is as good as it gets. Uh, this is Colin Cowherd talking about the Lakers. The Lakers are essentially a team that can't shoot. They have a rookie defensive head coach. They flipped the roster at the trade deadline. LeBron now looks gassed and disappears for quarters. AD is great, mostly, although he has bad halves. And undrafted Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker are lighting it up. Not exactly Jordan's Bulls or Shaq and Kobe's Lakers or Bird and McHale or Magic and Kareem. Remember when our parents said, just eat your vegetables and drink your milk? That's all it takes. You'll be big and strong. In the NBA, here's the version of that. Um, Hit your free throws and play great defense. You don't have to shoot. You'll end up in the Western Conference Finals. Is that where we're headed? I mean, I I don't get it. They're so old school, they're becoming vintage. They're like Polaroids and trucker hats and vinyl records. This doesn't make any sense. Um, I think it actually does to me. And... Yeah, it listen, it's some interesting parts. Um, and they but six of twenty-five from three going against a Warriors team who, even on a night where they didn't shoot well, twelve of thir- of forty-one from three, you should lose most of those games. But there is something to getting to the free throw line. They got to the free throw line eight more times. They made all of them. Do you know they were twenty of twenty from the line? Um I thought they got a couple of calls that went their way. You know, a couple of offensive foul calls that, that went their way. Uh, they obviously struggled in transition some defensively, but not terribly so. They only got beat fast break points 17 to 14. And yes, Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker jumped up and knocked down shots when others could not. That's why it's more about the Warriors than it is about the Lakers. I mean, the Warriors, it's very interesting. I mean, Draymond looked really good in the first half. And then complete no-show in the second half in terms of scoring and making plays at the rim. Clay Thompson, he no-showed last night as well. And they 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 were still in position to win the game, 
but the problem is they just don't have the right depth when Jordan Poole can't make a shot. Now they get further and further down to the bench. So I, I honestly think the Lakers, they're playing to their strengths. They're finding a guy who will step up and make shots at the right time. The second the Warriors try and catch their breath, you know, Lonnie Walker or um, Austin Reeves hit a jump shot on them. LeBron has is effective, but in limited spurts, and there are times in which he's not effective. I also think the Warriors are attacking the wrong guy. You know, end of the game, why are they attacking Anthony Davis? Attack LeBron James or attack Dennis Schroeder defensively, who was originally on Steph Curry. So I think our ex- expectation is for the Warriors to be the Warriors, and yet Draymond's not the same. Clay's not the same. Even Steph, not as efficient as previously, and they can't get the stops that they need. It's more about the Warriors than maybe it is about the Lakers. This is Shannon Sharp talking about the Lakers-Warriors series. No, it's not over. It's the first team to four, and we've seen 3-1 comebacks. We saw the Denver Nuggets pull off two 3-1 comebacks in 2020. Remember to skip 3-1 against Utah down? They came back. 3-1 against the Clippers down? Came back. The Cavs overcame a 3-1 deficit. The Warriors overcame a 3-1 deficit against OKC to face the Cavs and blew their own 3-1 deficit. Yep. The Rockets overcame a 3-1 deficit against the Clippers. Yep. I think in 81, I think the Celtics overcame a 3-1 deficit against the Sixers. You remember Phoenix overcame a 3-1 against Kobe and the the Lakers? So, Skip, it doesn't happen in the finals, but it happens more than people probably think that it does. And all you need is one. Okay? We go home. What did LeBron say? Let's go home, get one. Bring it back. Now we go back out there. The pressure is great on both sides. So for me, do I think the series is over? No. I think they're going to have to do it in the crib. I do not believe they're going to beat the Golden State Warriors in the Chase Center. I agree with you. I think this thing is coming back for Game 6, and Game 6 becomes the entire series. Um, and and as much as people are clowning Greeny, he do, it's not the worst point in the world to... You know, if things get bad, sit LeBron. You're still going to bring him up there, still going to travel, still going to play. But if things get bad, you got to rest him. And even then, you don't know what he'll have left in the tank. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Uh, Let's find out who and what's annoying. Jason Stewart. And now, it's your annoying. Jason? Jay Watt. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've always found the guy to be a big douchebag. Now, <laughs> I know that he does a lot for the community. Like, he's charitable, and he gives money to people and stuff, and that's cool. But he's always, like, looking to be famous. Um, he can't not tweet out something. If there is like a, um, I guess if there is like a big moment in sports, he has to tweet something and put like a stamp on it. And then he bought this, uh, he bought this Burnley, um, soccer team, this premier league soccer team. I guess he became a minority investor and, he went over to um, Burnley and he did some quote unquote research and he did a, pro, a pub crawl. And then he went on BBC and explained that if I'm going to invest in something, I want to get to know the fan base and all this stuff. It was a look at me, look at me story. And then ESPN is what's annoying about this. It's on ESPN's front page as news. Him going and doing a pub crawl in uh in the UK is on the front page of ESPN's news. Um I guess JJ is empowered to keep doing this this publicity stuff if if they're going to keep covering it, right? Correct. So they they publicized his pub crawl and he's apologizing for a pub crawl? No, there's no apology. He just went over there, did the pub crawl, went on BBC and explained why he did it. And ESPN has it on their front page. Why Why is that news? I don't know. That's annoying. I hear you. J.J. Watt's annoying yeah, in well, general. I, I think that just the, it's like Captain America, he's just Captain America. So, okay, what else? Give me some others. Draymond Green didn't do a podcast last night after the game. Shocking. Draymond Green, who, um, what, dribbled himself into a corner or something, left his feet, and then uh, made the... Uh, the, the final turnover of the game to basically ice it for the Lakers, and then he didn't do a uh, his podcast last night. That's annoying. Agreed. Any more? Anthony Davis, um, his offense in the fourth quarter was non-existent. 
They didn't even like look look at him, look towards him. Um, and you tell me, you you know basketball, I don't. His lack of engagement on the offensive end. It's usually the other way around, where guys kind of save up on the defensive end for what they're going to do on offense. Was he saving up on offense for what he needed to do on defense? As he did make some pretty cool stops and he guarded Steph in that one possession in the at the end of the game. Um, I I do think that they're tired. I I think that they're tired, but it is weird that oftentimes he has smaller dudes on him, and very rarely does he go to work offensively. Some of it comes down to the fact that the Warriors are really helping on him and on pick and rolls. That's why others are getting jump shots, right? There's a reason that Reeves is open for and Lonnie Walker is open, and some of it is because they're helping on Anthony Davis. So I think it's not that he's resting. It's that because Golden State is trying to stop him, they're giving up other things, and the Lakers took advantage of that. Because I found myself getting annoyed that he wasn't doing more when the game was kind of still in the balance. Like he, there wasn't, there weren't any plays for him or anything. And that was frustrating. But I guess when you win, everything's flushed out. Mm-hmm. Um, can we get into this situation with the bills punter, the ex bills yeah. punter? Okay. So uh, for those that don't know the story, uh, bills, former bills punter, Matt Ariza, um, got himself into a civil lawsuit a year ago. A 17-year-old claimed that he um, drew her into a gang rape. So when the details of the civil suit came out, the Bills released Matt Ariza. Um, Well, as Dan Wetzel reports yesterday, there's a 200-page document in the San Diego uh, court system right now that that basically says that... um, Ariza could not have been at the place that the woman said he was to draw her into a gang rape. In fact, there is no evidence that a gang rape even occurred. Um, this is as close to a full exoneration as you can get. I know civil suits, there's no such thing as that. But it, what annoys me about this is that I know this case is not going to get the attention that it got a year ago when, when the details of this thing came out. Um, and the annoying thing also is that I know the Bills are not going to release a statement being like, we overreacted, we apologized to the player. Not that they would necessarily bring him back as a punter, but at the very least apologize for, I guess, giving in to the mob and firing someone before an investigation plays out. Um, so many things about this story are annoying and, and disturbing. Mm. Um, okay, there's a lot of disturbing parts of the story. And let, let's start with the let, let's let's start with the basic facts, okay? Uh, I mean, or the basics of any any of these stories. The first is I completely understand how difficult it must be for a young woman, okay, to come forward and make a claim of sexual assault, right? Like let's because when these things do go to trial. Oftentimes, their personal lives are called into question, and regardless, for the most part of you know what your what your personal life is, you know, and what your sexual preferences are, nobody and this one's no one deserves to be sexually assaulted. Okay, but there's a level of evil there. Look, I don't have the level of evil 
where I could, I could violate another human being. I don't believe I, I possess that. But there's also this, a similar level of evil that would make a false claim against somebody. Because as you're pointing out, like this destroys people's lives, destroys people's lives. And we, we are very, very quick to convict when allegations are made before the allegations actually come out. So um, there are other situations like this that I don't know what happened. I don't know. But I do know that people were exonerated. And it's gross and it's sad. This one is, I guess the question becomes, let's say you're the Buffalo Bills and last year, season's about to start, there's allegations of, uh, of, a, of a gang rape centered around your rookie punter. What do you do? What do you do, Jay? What, what's, what's the, what, what helps this? What do I do? If you were, last year, if you if, were in charge of If I'm an employer yes. of a team and yes. this comes out, yes. I, there just has to be a pause. There has to be a, we need to see how this plays out. Um, but that no longer exists. Because you seeing how it plays out somehow in our society now is you condoning it or somehow supporting it. Again, so what do you what do you do? You just you, you pause, you put them on, you have a commissioner exemption list. Exactly. Some whatever that is. It's let's see how this investigation, how this case plays out, and then we'll make a decision about the player's future. Yeah, I mean, um there's just a lot of people who uh if if yeah, I would encourage people to read the details. Uh, because I've heard there are other instances. It doesn't mean that that's what all instances are like this, but there are other instances that are similar where there's accusations and the accusations stem from a woman on some levels being embarrassed at her own behavior, right? And just like I said, I don't possess the level of evil to ever violate somebody whether they're inebriated or not, like that's just, I, I can't, I can't imagine being, but I also can't imagine being somebody who would make that up. And I know how hard it must be for people who were really sexually assaulted to come forward. But women like this young woman, and she may in her mind think that's what happened. Okay? That, that may have, may have be how she sleeps at night. Um, but, she, the damage she's done is not is so there's so much collateral it's not just to the punter and to these other guys that were uh, accused of sexual assault but also to other women who are getting ready to you know who want to come forward because all it takes is one false claim to make other claims feel like they're false so I just I think it's a great lesson one that we can all sit back and go hey this is something we can we can learn from, we can take away from, and we cannot rush to judgment in the future. Right? Is that fair? I just think that the way that this this thing has gone in this country is that there's always an overcorrection to something. The overcorrection to me too is now we're going to jump to conclusions before they play out. Sure. The what should have happened after me too is we're going to hear these women out. It's a very traumatic situation, obviously, and we, we're going to make sure that, that she gets the benefit of the doubt and 
that she is is heard and is able to have uh, every resource available to her by law to to prove this. Uh, the pr- but the problem is that companies and the bills and by extension the NFL they're overreacting to save face because if you read the second paragraph of Wetzel's uh, story here, the bills knew about the incident before they drafted the kid. They had investigated the incident, and they still chose to bring him on board. It was only until after the details of the civil case came out and they faced that public backlash yes. that they decided to to fire the kid. It and, takes and, a very it takes really strong leadership to stand up to public backlash. Yes, it takes really strong leadership, and a lot of people don't have the stomach for it. They just don't. Um. Uh, okay. Any others? No, it's <laughs> about it. Um, so basically, just kind of the way that this uh, civil lawsuit played out, the bills, everything else. Uh, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, and JJ Watt. Those are... I'd say JJ Watt's the most annoying. Always. Yeah. Don't care that you went on a pub crawl. Don't care that you constantly want to engage people in retirement. If you're retired, the idea is you're stepping out of the spotlight. Stop trying to get the spotlight. J.J. Watt. Yeah, no, yeah! Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. All right, uh, we got some good audio for you. We can only play for you here in the podcast. This is Billy Turner. Billy Turner talking about Aaron Rodgers. The dude just shows up to work, and he's just, He's just so fucking happy right now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very cool to witness and see because it doesn't matter how long you're in this profession. It's the type of profession where regardless of the amount of time you spend in it, you can always experience something new. And he's experiencing something new for the first time in his entire career, and it's cool to be a part of and watch. Love it. I, I like the fact that it's a refreshed Aaron Rodgers and Billy Turner who followed – uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, boy, who's the offense according to Denver last year, then back to they're reunited, and it feels so good. Love that, um, but also love that he drops the f bomb, and only we can play for you. Here is uh, Jack Landau, Jock Landau, excuse me, Landell, who's uh, a center for the Phoenix Suns. What nationality? He's Australian. Okay, and he said this about uh, DeAndre Ayton. It's tough for me to sit back and just be okay with all the all the slander that's thrown DA, DA's way. Um, people are making him out to be like he's he's a selfish individual who is playing terribly all the time and hurts the Phoenix Suns. But it's DeAndre Aiden. Like DA is DA's had thirty and twenty games on the regular for you know a month at a time for us this season. DA's been he's held down some some big time areas of games for us throughout the year and I'm kind of sick of hearing about everyone, you know, nonstop. Why would we be about this shitting on him nonstop? Thought that was the whole idea because we can. Got to clean that up and edit that. We do have to clean it up and bu- edit. It's bullshit that yeah. Yeah, we beep that. It's tough for me to sit back and just be okay with all the all the slander that's thrown DA, DA's way. Um, people are making him out to be like he's he's a selfish individual who is playing terribly all the time and hurts the Phoenix Suns. But it's DeAndre Aiden. Like DA is DA's had thirty and twenty games on the regular for you know a month at a time for us this season. DA's been 
has held down some some big time areas of games for us throughout the year, and I'm kind of sick of hearing about everyone, you know, shitting on him nonstop. Why can we play that for you? Because we can. Let's get to our pick of the day. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. God, my uh, NBA picks have been, I mean, I missed last night. It was a two and a half point line. The Lakers won by three. Man, that was a bad one. All right, let's try and get this thing back. Nuggets take on the Suns. They're a six-point favorite at home. I think this is one, this one's easy. I'm going to take the Nuggets at home to win, the Nuggets to cover. I like this, the uh, the Celtics as well. I like home blowouts tonight. There's my J. Stu team parlay. Two big home favorites. Both will win. Both will cover. All right, that's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Check out the Doug Gottlieb Show tomorrow. At 3 Eastern, noon Pacific on your iHeartRadio app or FoxSportsRadio.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.